0: Hello, homies! Today we are speaking with homeopath Mary Greensmith. She is not afraid of taking charge when times get desperate. When COVID 19 first hit, she saw the need to create a network of homeopaths who could be on call 24 7 for acute prescribing. This means that no matter what time of day or night or what area of the world you're in, Mary and her team are ready and waiting to help you no matter what your complaint and they have already helped thousands of people worldwide. This interview also highlights what an amazing career choice homeopathy is. When many people were unable to work during COVID, Mary was busier than ever, with 50 homeopaths working on a team, all while running her business from her boat and sailing wherever she pleases. So be sure to visit marygreensmith.com. Or check out Homeopathy 24-7's website or Facebook group and make sure to download her app, Homeopathy at Home. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout Podcast, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello everyone, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today we are hanging out with Homeopath and the founder of Homeopathy 24-7, Mary Greensmith. Welcome, Mary. Hi, lovely to be here. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. Now, I am so excited to delve into homeopathy 24-7. But before we get cracking on that, can you first tell us what was your introduction to
1: homeopathy? How did you first find out about it? Okay, well, I I actually at the age of 21 went up to live in Scotland to be self-sufficient. My whole aim in life was to get far away from the rest of the world and just be with my animals and, and do and look after. So I had cows and sheep, horses, pigs, chickens, and not a lot of money. So I actually found um, an old book, which told me how to do lambing with homeopathy. And so I had been ordering remedies from Ainsworth in the UK from the age of 21. But do you know what's really embarrassing? It was 20 years before I realized I could use it with humans. And hear that one often. I know, I know. So 20 years, years ago with animals, and then suddenly it dawned on me, let's find out a bit more about this. So for me, it was just like coming home. It was, oh my goodness, this is everything that I believe it it was very difficult because all of my family are doctors and nurses and consultants and they completely think that it's total whatever. And it's so funny because my family always say, oh, yes, yes, we'll talk to you separately about that. And, And then they come to me one at a time where nobody's there and they say oh I wonder if you can help me with this but don't tell the others and it's (laughs) so funny but it's nice that they have a choice that's what I like to think and it's often when people have tried everything else and nothing works and then they say okay well let's try this then and um So the exciting thing now, of course, is that many more people are becoming aware that there is a choice, the homeopathic choice. And so we live in such exciting times.
0: Absolutely. I learned a very fun uh, fact this week from Luke Norland, who was also on the podcast. And that's, I have to say, I feel a little bit selfish during these podcasts because I get to hang out with such amazing people and learn such cool things. Now he used the acronym TEETH. Try everything else, try homeopathy. I'd never heard that before. I thought that was great, but really, people do come to us as a last resort. And I'm wondering, Mary, can you
1: share some of your successes with your animals? Oh, yeah. Where should we start? Okay. I had a pointer um, dog. They are very, very highly strung dogs. And When whenever you're moving house or doing something out of the ordinary, they get really, really stressed. And one um, time my husband went away and he spoke to me on the phone and I had him on speaker. And so the dog could hear him on the phone and she'd been quite stressed that he was um, away and she had an epileptic fit. And so oh my goodness, what do I do about this? I was just started training. So, of course, when she was, you know, okay, because it lasted about sort of five minutes and then and then calmed down, I took her to the vet and the vet said, okay, well, she's going to have to be on medication forever. And I thought, mm, that doesn't really fit with me. You know, she's stressed because my husband's away. Um, and she could hear him on the phone, but she couldn't see him. And that was the issue. So I looked it up and actually I think she had a Garacus. Oh, it was a long time ago. So anyway, yes, a a couple of of tablets and she she never had another epileptic fit again. And she's never had to have any other remedies. So that was a really, really nice story. In the farm, when I first started, As I said, we had remedies for the lambing. any problems with lambing, then we'd we'd use remedies. But the most effective one for us was the fact that the cows, we moved into this old Scottish barn. To start with, we had four cows and they went into the barn for the winter and they all got ringworm. And so I called the vet and um, he gave me, tablets or something and it cost a hundred pounds for four cows this is back in the early 90s late 80s and it didn't do anything to be fair it didn't help them at all so the following year I found a homeopathic remedy and I because I had 20 cows and I thought my goodness how much is this going to cost and of course it comes back every year because it's in the wood so at Ainsworth, they said, OK, what you're going to do then is just put a little drop in the water tank. And I said, well, that can't be right because my water tank is the size of six baths. Can you imagine? You know, it was huge. It's the size of a table and, and really deep. And they said, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll work. Of course, I thought well, <laughs> a few more drops won't hurt just to be sure. But within a week, all of the ringworm had turned absolutely white and then peeled off and went away. And it wasn't a problem. It was a pure miracle. Why the vets haven't got it? I just don't know. I just don't understand it because it cost me four pounds and it would have cost me over 500 pounds had I gone for the vets medicine. So. (laughs) <laughs> what's not to like. Uh, and that's why I
0: love hearing stories of homeopathy with animals because that whole placebo argument just completely goes out the window. Tenica Vercada is a very well-known homeopath worldwide, but she's New Zealand-based and she has so many great stories of treating entire herds of cattle. There's mastitis what? going around and just treating them. It's like this placebo is not an option
1: in this case. I love stories where animals are involved. That's really great. It is it is really really fantastic and gives you so much pleasure. Now there is a couple of differences between us in the UK and you in Australia um, that we are not allowed to treat other people's animals. Now, I understand that you are in Australia. So what we can do is we can coach animal owners how to treat their own um, animals. So we do this in a normal consultation way and we just use examples of your animal. Tell me about the health of your animal um, and so that we can help animal owners everywhere. So that's really exciting.
0: Uh, I guess let's not even go there, but. I just have to mention, isn't it insane that we have something that's safe and effective and costs so little, you can't talk about it and you can't help these animals and it's just insane. But anyway, I'm not even going to go down that track because that's a whole other conversation. But um, yeah, it's wonderful that we can get these great results with our animals. Now, Mary, how did you then decide to from using the homeopathy with your animals to using it on yourself to then becoming a homeopath? What was that path
1: like? Okay, so the real crux of it Actually, it was when my daughter was ill and she had a real trauma and she was really, really um, upset and and got quite distressed and depressed. And I took her to the doctor and the doctor turned around to me and said, well, do you want to give her this or this? And I thought, well, I haven't got the foggiest idea. I said, she needs counselling. She needs, you know, somebody to talk to. She needs somebody to listen. And they said, okay, well, we'll put her on the waiting list. It'll be three months. And and we just walked away in horror and said, let's go and find something else and do something else. And in actual fact, what I did, I just bought my work home and stayed at home with her and was just there for her. And I realized that medicine is not necessarily about giving something to take a symptom away. It's about listening and it's about understanding. And I was doing certain other things at the time and then just really found homeopathy. And at the same time, I I was looking for a course. And the homeopathic course came up. So I was very new in the human side of homeopathy when I started learning it. I had to have three jobs to pay for my training. I decided this is what I wanted to do. Lived in Cornwall, which is a very poor area in the UK. And I thought, no, I'm just going to do it, whatever it costs. I'm, I'm going to do it. And somebody gave me a little extra job and I had an extra job here. So I ended up with three jobs to pay for it. But I decided as the minute I qualify, I'm going to start being a homeopath and and being a health practitioner. And so actually what I did was I set up a multifunctional clinic pretty soon. And so the minute that I qualified, I already had a clinic set up and very soon had 12 other therapists working with me so that I could Stop doing everything else. And that was really lovely. And it was such a lovely opportunity to work with other types of therapists Mm. and learn from them as well. Mm. But what happened really quickly was that the clinic became too busy. And I was living on a boat at the time in Falmouth. And so very soon I had to start having video consults with my clients because I'd rented my room out to another therapist. And then, of course, I realized, well, if I can do Zoom consultations, then I could treat people around the world and help people that aren't necessarily here in Falmouth. And of course, that means we can go anywhere in our boat. So that was a real eye opener. So from there, yeah, we then spent three years in the Mediterranean sailing all around Greece, Croatia, Italy, Um, enjoying it, but whilst being able to help people around the world.
0: Wow. So homeopathy is a great career choice, guys. You can travel around the world and still have a great income. (laughs) We need more homeopaths. (laughs) Don't we? That's an amazing story, Mary. And um, I had to giggle because right at the start, you were saying about how you just want to be self-sustainable and on your own (laughs) with the animals, but it seems that you can't help but attract people to you because you set up homeopathy 24 seven. And I'd love if we can talk about how you got onto that because you have drawn so many thousands of people towards you. So there's no escaping for you. Sorry, (laughs) but um, tell us about homeopathy
1: 24 seven and how that came about. Okay, so of course, while sailing on the med, absolutely brilliant to be seeing clients perhaps two or three days a week but very difficult to take an acute case when somebody really needs you whilst you're busy sailing and pulling sails and navigating the winds and trying to back into harbors and things so i thought well why hasn't anybody got an acute setup i just i was waiting for somebody to do this and i just thought it's it'll come soon it'll come soon and then of course corona hit so I already had thought about it for months and months and months beforehand. And I thought, my goodness, we need this now more than ever. And in Greece, they were really strict about the lockdown. We were locked down right from the first week for months. And so I'm being locked in a very small boat. It's not fun because we weren't allowed to move. So I thought, well, I might as well just set this up and get this going. And I put a call out and I had 35 homeopaths come back and agree to start and set it up. And within four weeks, we had 35 homeopaths online in structured shifts, 24 hours a day taking calls. It was incredible because this was, of course, right at the very beginning of Corona when other homeopaths didn't know what Zoom was. They hadn't ever used it. So it was a huge, steep learning curve for a lot of people. So it's just taken from there, really. And what happened is that we have built lots of groups where people can come and talk about certain niches and certain health issues with homeopaths. We have a brilliant group called Ask a Homeopath, where people can come on and they know they're going to be talking to a qualified homeopath. Because, of course, when I first began working abroad, if you like, working throughout the the world and, and joined a few different groups and communities, I was the only homeopath there and I suddenly realized that there were 160,000 mums teaching other mums about homeopathy and I thought wow this is amazing you've so many homeopaths worried about teaching people about homeopathy because there's so much to homeopathy mm. and of course treating acute situations at home is one way of doing homeopathy But a homeopath might use many different ways to address the cause of the symptoms. But nobody was telling anybody about that. So for me, it was coming into it. I think, oh, my goodness, this is fantastic. So many people want to know about homeopathy, but there's nobody there to help them learn. Mm -hmm. And this was Just when I suddenly realized, my goodness, we've got so many homeopaths in the world. We need to get them online and helping people that want to know more about homeopathy, because the more people use it for their animals and for their family, then the more that they are taking back responsibility for their own health. Mm -hmm. And of course, this means you deciding how you want to be treated. This means just you understanding that actually the symptom is just a message from your body trying to tell you to change something. But what is it trying to change you? So we need an interpreter almost, don't we? To say, okay, this symptom might mean this or it might mean this so you know tell me a little bit about the history and then we can help you unravel it and and that's what I think the job of the homeopath is a homeopath is not like a doctor where you hand over your health and you say here you look after me working with a homeopath is about working together as detectives to find out what knocked your health off balance in the first place. And you can only do that together. You can only do that when you've got a relationship and that you trust each other and that you can share um, what happens in your life.
0: You saw me nodding my head and smiling because I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I just agree with everything that you've just said. And I love how so many people were sitting at home, binge watching Netflix, eating chocolate, making TikTok videos, and you are actually sitting there creating a revolution, getting these homeopaths on board, helping people in need. You are really to be applauded for doing that. I mean, that would have taken a lot of work and a lot of guts hours of behind the scenes stuff that nobody will ever know how much work you've put into that but thank you so much for doing that because you must have helped thousands of people now because it's been over
1: a year now that it's been running hey yes that's right we're 18 months old now wow. um, and we're currently taking about 170 consults a month on the platform itself mm-hmm. and at least double that in our groups as well so it, you know it's the, the amazing thing is is that We are now seeing a community of people growing and people are bringing in their friends and family Mm -hmm. and introducing Mm -hmm. them to homeopathy Mm -hmm. we are so lucky to live in this time where we have got all of this information and we can easily share it we can help so many people absolutely tell our listeners a little bit about how it
0: works so you've got the facebook group ask a homeopath and then they can get in touch with homeopath from there and also the behind the scenes because you're actually mentoring homeopaths as well so tell people how they can get
1: involved just the actual logistics of it all. Okay. So um, currently the homeopathy 24 seven is a website and on the website is a chat box. And as soon as you get onto the website, you can just click on the chat box and there is a homeopath there waiting to take your call. And they will just say, do you need an acute consultation now? And they will arrange for extra cover and they will go and and help you right now, right then. So it's so brilliant for fevers in the middle of the night because people aren't available then. Um, This can be anywhere. If you're on holiday and, and something happens and you just, you know, people think, oh, it's okay. I've got a kit, I'll be fine. But when you are ill or very stressed, it is very, very difficult to find the right remedy, to sit back take a deep breath and go through all of the symptoms and it is so useful to have somebody who you can talk to and so many times we have emails saying just thank you for being there thank you for being calm when I needed calmness Um, and we can just go through okay what remedies have you got right now Let's go through the symptoms. We want you to take this right now, but we need you to order this in because tomorrow this would be a better remedy to help clear this for you. So people can see a homeopath right there, right then. So we connect from the chat straight onto a video call and have a consultation with you at any time of day. We've got 35 homeopaths on the shift system. We have two homeopaths available at any one time and then we have an emergency call out so that if they're both on consultation they'll call the other team members in so it's brilliant it works really really nice brilliant and it means that you can carry on then working with the same homeopath from then on if you want to also we're having a lot of homeopaths that are sending their clients to us while they're away on holiday because homeopaths cannot be available 24 hours a day and as long as we understand we always ask when is the last time you took a remedy so that we're understanding if you've already been on treatment and we can just help you through the next 24 48 hours if if something's happening that's amazing and
0: then the facebook group ties into that as well
1: So yeah, we have a Facebook group. So while homeopaths also have a shift, so the Facebook group is covered 24 hours a day and you can get to know the homeopaths. And that's the amazing thing because Mm -hmm. we have 20, uh, 35 brilliant characters and it's really nice to actually build rapport and get to know them. But our main aim is to help everybody learn more about homeopathy. So what better way to actually have this system where you can ask a homeopath a question? You can ask them, okay, well, how will I choose between this remedy and this remedy? And of course, what this means is that we are building a whole library of information. We've got a private membership area where we've got over 100 blogs and videos and courses and kits available to buy, and any which way that we can help people learn more about the whole concept of homeopathy, Mm -hmm. how it works, what to do at home, what's the best way to start learning, Mm -hmm. then we've got lots of brains coming together and producing more information. Mm -hmm. And you have thousands of members in that group now as well. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have, um, yeah, I think we're nearly 8,000 people in our group. We have a membership area, which is 2000 people that's wow. free of charge to join. We have an app on the phone, which um, is called Homeopathy at Home, and that has 100 remedies um, and all of the different ways to differentiate between the different symptoms to choose the right remedy. And we have the kits to go with the app. So if you buy a kit, then you think, okay, well, what do I do? When do I do this? You've got your phone anywhere, then then you're sorted. You can help. And, of course, you've got the backup of the homeopaths when you need it. So powerful. Wow.
0: Now, uh, I wonder if you could maybe share with us, Mary, a few stories from homeopathy 24-7, like how has it helped people?
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly. Now, I haven't got any cases in front of me, so I'm just going to think about the different. because what I generally see from it are the testimonials that come in and the feedback um, from our clients. But so many of the stories are, of course, for that middle of the night struggle with babies and fevers. And the amazing thing is when you find the right remedy and then you have a text message an hour later saying, wow, that was amazing. That really worked. So so we see that very often. At the moment, of course, we're seeing a lot of virus COVID cases and we're helping people as well with people who have been near other people and have got... Um, side effects from being near vaccinated people we also have a lot of people who have been vaccinated and then start getting symptoms so we are seeing every aspect um, of the virus before and after and what we're finding with covid is that if we can catch it soon enough as soon as people get a a sore throat then the symptoms don't go any further For instance, I have some clients where I'm treating one or two members of the family and then they ring up and say, oh, my daughter's suffering or my husband's suffering with the virus. Can you help? And the people that haven't been on regular remedies are really getting much more severe symptoms than the people who are on remedies. So, of course, because there are so many of us treating so many people, we have really got a really good handle now on on the symptoms um, of the virus and we can help um, and, and stay with somebody as they go through all of the symptoms of the virus so we have a special package if you like to treat you and your family for a number of days because homeopathy won't just get rid of the virus and suppress it it will just help you through the symptoms as you go through each of the separate yeah times of of the virus Mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. And of course, having a team of 35 homeopaths, you're all able to draw on each other's strengths as well. You can really get to learn from each other. And I know a couple of ladies that are on your team and they rave about you and the support that you give them and the professional development that they've received through that. So it's really wonderful that you are creating that community, not just for home prescribers, but for the
1: homeopaths as well. And I just
0: think it's beautiful what you're doing.
1: Oh, that's really kind. Yes. What we forget is that in a usual practice, we would only take acute cases from people that we know and have worked with before and have remedies and we know their whole history. So, what we're asking here now is okay, can we help people who we don't know? We don't know their full history and what's happening. And this is very new to a lot of homeopaths. So, we are doing a lot of training to help them help more people it all comes down the funny thing is that the difficult part for a lot of homie is the technology once they're in a consultation everything else they're so well trained that everything else just falls into place Mm -hmm. and it's easy and it's the technology that is more difficult until you're used to doing it and used to helping Mm -hmm. people but we have got some Yeah. Brilliant techniques. And obviously as time goes on, just more and more resources Mm -hmm. to be able to help people faster Mm -hmm. and more. Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying because I think acute prescribing for somebody that you don't
0: know uh, is actually very tricky. And I don't know how good I would fare at that because some homeopaths will say there's not really such thing as a true acute because there's no. always something underlying really it's never really just a sore throat it was probably triggered by the trauma of seeing your ex-boyfriend with his new girlfriend or you know something like that and then so a true acute is uh is really hard and then actually helping somebody in that short time frame can be very tricky and that truly is a whole skill set in itself which you can definitely learn and which you guys are doing absolutely brilliantly but I think It's wonderful that you're teaching homeopaths that skill because it's something that we don't often see at clinic. Like you say, we have our regular clients that we have seen for several consultations and then they will see us for an acute and we will immediately know what to give them because we know the whole case history. But what you guys doing is, yeah, just really wonderful. And homeopathy does have such a great track record during epidemics and pandemics, the 1918 Spanish flu. And um, we've got so many cases that we've talked about in previous podcasts with Dr. Isaac Golden as well. But homeopathy does flourish in these times, so... It's wonderful. I hope you're keeping a track record of all the cases that you've seen because I'd love to see it published one day.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're, we're just in negotiation at the moment. We're sorting out a, a way of tracking it. all of our cases anyway mm-hmm. because, of course, we're, we're 55 homeopaths altogether now. A lot of our homeopaths are too busy to be on the station, but we're still part of a team Um And, of course, this means that we have the opportunity to collect so many cases Mm. um, and so many results. (laughs) I think we must be coming up for one of the biggest teams in the world. Absolutely. um, now. Yes, we... uh, (laughs) again, technology is holding us back at the moment to be able to get the results into a format that is Mm -hmm. is secure and that can be kept um, at the level that we can use for research purposes. So we are in negotiation with this to get this information through. So at the moment, the information is with each of the homeopaths. But we're working on putting it all together.
0: Let's put it out to the universe that a philanthropic IT specialist will listen to this episode and get in touch with you and sort that all out for you.
1: (laughs) It would be amazing. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, Now, Mary, just before we finish off, can you tell me your top three remedies for you personally and why? What are your three favorites that you absolutely cannot live without? (laughs) <laughs> for, for me to
1: take. Yeah. For you personally, if you could oh, only okay. have three remedies ever in your life, what would they be? <laughs> what would they be? Okay. All right. So obviously I am quite tubercular. All right, so let me explain. You probably get that I like to travel. I like to move around. I like to do different things. I like change in my life. So tuberculinum is a remedy made from the tubercular virus. And so I would expect that a few generations back, somebody in my family would have have been very tubercular or had tuberculosis. My mum is extremely tubercular. So that is a mainstay really for me and my family and my daughter it's just going to go down through the generations um yes yeah, same here so my
0: great-granddad you... actually died of tuberculosis and we have that tubercular okay. theme through ours as well and my children
1: too and myself so yeah I hear you <laughs> yeah okay um first aid remedies apis I couldn't live without I love Apis. Apis is a remedy that whenever I get, obviously growing up, I'm allergic to everything and my eyeballs would swell up. And if only I had Apis. So now, if in doubt, anything, um, anybody that suffers with anything that goes puffy or swelly, Apis is such a brilliant remedy. So anybody who has ever has the slightest itchy eyes, make sure that you've got Apis in your repertory as well. I love the remedy Apis. And a, but a really big one for me is actually carcinosin. Um I spent many years of my life feeling guilty, guilty that all my family were doctors and nurses and I always felt slightly different and I always felt, well, I don't want to do that because everybody else is doing that and if you choose to do this, I can choose to do something else and that's fine, but I suffered with the most amazing guilt on my shoulders for not being what other people wanted me to be one dose of carcinocin and the guilt just went away <laughs> and and it's an amazing thing about carcinocin is you only ever i think need it once a year it's not something that people take first aid wise very often but it is something that often addresses the cause of a lot of ill health. Mm. Now, one thing I do have to say quite often, and and I do want to talk about this in a whole different um, topic, is the fact that homeo- Why do homeopaths see a homeopath? Because a lot of people think that a homeopath can look after themselves, and they can't, because. You can't come and look at your own health and your own journey from a a non-biased point of view. You can only see the bits that you want to see. So this is why homeopaths will always be under the care of another homeopath. And so what I'm trying to say is when you are looking to address the cause of something, there are certain things that you can see. You're, you look at your case to, you know, spectacles, but a homeopath or somebody else will see you in a completely different light and see you from a different vision because they're not inside you. They're looking at the outside and they're looking from a different angle, if you like. And that's why they can thread together All of the different things to find the remedies which go towards addressing the cause of the issues. So just a a little explanation about why for me the remedies tuberculine and carcinosin are Mm -hmm. really useful because obviously they're really going deep, deep, deep. They're Mm -hmm. not first aid remedies. Mm -hmm.
0: Excellent. Now, Mary, how can people get hold of you? What's all the various places that they can engage with your work?
1: Oh, okay. that's that's a nice question. Okay, so first of all, check out www.homeopathy247.com. That is our team. You'll see a big team page where you can go through all of the profiles of the homeopaths and you can get to speak to a homeopath there and there. We've got the app that's available on Google Play and the App Store, which is called Homeopathy at Home. And we have got various Facebook groups. If you just put in homeopathy for, then you'll see um, lots of things come up. Ask a Homeopath is our big group where there's always a homeopath on duty. But we have lots of little groups for homeopathy for rheumatism, homeopathy for horses, homeopathy for dogs, um, homeopathy for asthma, eczema. ADHD wow. um, and lots of other pregnancy mums. Yeah, we've got lots of little niche groups that you can go and, and meet our homeopaths absolutely unbelievable. You're going to have to send all of those to me. So I make sure I don't
0: miss them and I will link them all in the show notes so people can get hold of you. I just want to salute you and say that you're doing the most incredible work. Keep it up. And thank you so much for what you're doing for homeopathy worldwide and for supporting so many thousands of families all over the world. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's lovely to come and talk to you. Brilliant. Thank you. Bye-bye.